From WBHM News, I'm Andrew Yeager. The Deep South is dotted with ghost towns, places that are no longer inhabited because of major environmental shifts, either natural or man-made. When industry brings toxic pollution to town, black residents are often in the crosshairs for relocation. In the next part of our series, Place Erased, the Gulf States newsroom's Drew Hawkins has the story about the fight for the remains of a displaced town. In the South, cemeteries are often more than just burial grounds. They're active, full of life, places where families gather to clean and decorate the graves. The Reveal Town Cemetery was a place of refuge for Marla Dickerson. Generations of her family members are buried here, and the memories bring her to tears. And we would come here, and we would just sit down, and she would point out where all the family members were buried. So. It wasn't ever a sad occasion. It was just something that we did to celebrate our family. So, excuse me. That hum you hear in the background is a chemical plant right next door. Giant steel storage tanks and smokestacks tower over the graves. There's nothing peaceful about being near a chemical company. In 1881, Reveal Town was founded by formerly enslaved people on the banks of the Mississippi River about 20 miles outside Baton Rouge. And for decades, it was a tight, close-knit community of about 100 or so residents. You know, it was a peaceful peaceful town with two streets. Majority of us were all related um, in some way, shape, or form, either by blood or by marriage. They established a cemetery where it exists today. Marla Dickerson even has a copy of the original handwritten deed. It goes back beyond my great-great-great-grandmother. She was a a former uh, enslaved person. But then, in the 1970s, they got some new neighbors. Georgia Pacific built the first chemical plant about a thousand feet from town. And as the site grew, it pumped out more and more pollution. Marla Dickerson remembers how a white powder, polyvinyl chloride, or PVC, spewed out of the plant, covering everything, including people's gardens. Everyone who was like my grandmother's age grew a garden, but plants started to die, grass started to die, and so the water would turn different colors. For the chemical companies, the site next to Reveal Town had all of the characteristics to be a jackpot for manufacturing vinyl and industrial products. And that meant the town became one of the many sacrifice zones that dot the region, another place ravaged by heavy industry. But Marla's mom, Janice, wouldn't let her hometown go without a fight. In Louisiana, Janice Dickerson is a legendary environmental justice icon. But back then, she was just a concerned resident. My mama started to do some research, and um, eventually a suit was filed. And so from that suit, we were relocated. Dickerson got the EPA involved and proved that there were dangerous levels of toxic waste in the air, soil, and water in Reveal Town. And by 1987, all of the residents were relocated, and the chemical companies had to pay for it. There was nothing else that drove her. That was her passion. If there was an injustice, she was going to see to that that injustice was going to be handled, taken care of, slain. The town was gone. The cemetery was all that remained, and the community wanted to keep using it. But that toxic neighbor, the chemical company next door, decided to claim it. It's very, it's very complex. Uh, <laughs> Chris Meeks is an attorney who worked with Janice Dickerson. 
Now, we could tell a whole other story about the complex legal wrangling over this quarter-acre patch of grass and bones. True legal entity, juridical entity, possession, French, Roman law, possession. The bottom line is, the companies say it's theirs. And that original handwritten deed, it just doesn't hold up. There's just no one around to tell us. I mean, they're all dead. They've been long gone. Dickerson and the residents of Reveal Town sued the chemical companies for control of the cemetery. And while the lawsuits were ongoing, nobody could be buried there. Law enforcement once stopped a woman's funeral in progress, leaving a freshly dug grave open. Janice Dickerson was there, and she told local TV reporters that she tried to stop them. And they will not take this grave over my dead body. But in the end, that woman's family wasn't able to bury her next to her husband. The lawsuits went on for years, and they were still going on when Janice Dickerson died in 2021. And the chemical companies tried to stop her from being buried there as well. It was scary. I lost a lot of sleep over it. I know, um, I know Marla and her family did as well. The woman who had fought for Reveal Town and this cemetery for her entire life couldn't be buried next to her ancestors. It was an agonizing choice, but Meeks had to drop the case. And, you know, of course, it, it was always very simple to jazz. We've always been burying our people there. But our ancestors are there. My mother's there. My, you know, everyone is there. Um, so how can this possibly be a complicated issue? This isn't a unique problem. There is a long racist legacy of black land theft and black cemetery erasure, especially in the Deep South. Do you think that you would have had there would be this much trouble, this much difficulty if it were historically white? Cemetery. Well, that's a really good question. I have to say that I don't, I don't think a historically white cemetery would be would face even a tenth of the uh, of this troubles. Meek says he and Marla Dickerson are planning additional legal action. They'll continue to fight until the descendants of Reveal Town have complete control over the cemetery, and their ancestors can finally rest in peace. For the Gulf States Newsroom, I'm Drew Hawkins. The story is the second in a new series from the Gulf States Newsroom called Place Erased. In the next story, we travel to coastal Mississippi to hear about a town that's been wiped off the map but hasn't been abandoned. 